Stop being so obvious. He wants you bad. You know, you're not at all like what I expect you to be the first time I saw you. How so? You're just sweet. Dad, meet David McCall. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Same here, David. Nicole's curfew is 12 o'clock. All right. Hello. Yeah. You remember that song and dance about David in some perfect little town back east? Something like that. Well, guess again. He's got no family, no address, no work record. What's the big deal? The big deal, Laura, is that the guy gives me the creeps, and the girl is my daughter. This is all about David. There's something wrong with But your problem with David, not mine. He's mom. not a good guy. Well, this is gonna stop. Tell me you need me. I need you, David. Nicole! Thanks, Steve. We're friends and practically family. The guy is a psychopath. You have something that everybody wants, but nobody has. That's why they're trying to keep us apart. Disappear from my family's life. You got that? Guess who? You should have allowed nature to take its course. <laughs> In the end, it will anyway. Mr. Walker, you okay? So let me know! Go to call and lock your door! The phone is dead. He spreads her butt cheeks apart. Welcome to Recap and Gown, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Um, not too much, man. I was watching some of the Emmys. It turns out there's only five things on TV. Mm-hmm. The crown is they four. won everything. <laughs> the Crown is four of them, Ted Lasso, uh, Mayor of Easttown, and there's some TV show called Hacks. Um, My wife and likes then, Hacks And then there's nothing else. I mean, no, they're probably great shows, but I'm pretty sure that there's 8,000 things on TV, but those are the only things that they considered worth Listen, giving Hamilton awards to. Hamilton nominated not- for a trillion awards, didn't get any of them. Felt very sorry yeah. for a Black Lady sketch show because it was up against yeah. only SNL in the category and lost to SNL. I'm just like, that's fucked up. Like, it's, tough. it's better than SNL. They all, like, like I said, the, the, the winner's fantastic. Whatever his name is, Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. He's, he's, he's so very, good. He's very good. Um, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, could, I, I would like to see a little more Recognize more was nominated for everything and won nothing. Whatever. So it's yeah. kind of fucked up. I think I, I think I think Hamilton had its time and it maybe yeah. may have passed. Yeah, I'm, we're, I'm not, we're, we're all collectively I think a little bit past Lin Manuel Miranda at this point. Uh, I don't hate him. I'm just he needs to go away for a couple years and then try to try to have a comeback. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief obsession and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Um, not much. I did not watch the Emmys, but I got the sense from Twitter that, yeah, there are four things on television. Yeah. Which, yep. white. That's all there is. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's it. like too much to watch is probably what happens. And the voters just like 
because everybody gets nominated and then they probably just pick people and then it whittles the pool down and then they're like oh i heard that was a good show you know it's like well and the crown sure really has been it, it reeks of prestige tv so it kind of feels like a safe harbor you know if you want to give an award to something the crown full of british people no i did i watch it so i can't hate on it but there hey, is fantastic there stuff is, it's good stuff I, I wish I could remember his Twitter handle, but his name was like Ryan or something. Ryan, maybe Ryan Ken Axe or something. And it, like one of his like first very funny Twitter videos that I ever saw was like over the drama. He did a lot of like crown things and a lot of it is like folding in napkin the yeah. wrong way. Like the drama yeah, is sure. that the official napkin folder Ew. is gone. We had a new one and he wants to fold it to the right or something. It's very. Funny. It feels very much like Downton Abbey to me. You guys, Downton Abbey esque. A lot of a lot of Reg- a lot of Reginald bottom tooth happening there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dana. Um, what are we talking about this week? Where can we find it, and what is it about? Um. We are talking about Fear, 1996. If you want to look it up, you have to go Fear, 1996. Because uh, apparently there are other movies that are there's, also named Fear. There's a band. I think there was a short-lived TV show. Just Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of fear-related things. Also, also this year was Primal Fear from 1996. There was, was a, another great love Prime. That's so good. There was a perfect short-lived TV show on MTV called Fear where they would take sexy 20 somethings, put them in like a haunted prison for 20 for 48 hours and then have them do like challenges where you go sit in an empty prison cell for 12 hours with no radio on. And they had that camera that's like mounted to your hat. So it's all oh, your, your head oh, good. Still, but your body's moving as you run away from shit. It was great. MTV so sexy, sexy teens in prison. Not sexy with teens. Camera sexy twenty somethings with um. Okay. The song was uh, "Voodoo" by Godsmack. Oh, I remember this show now. I remember this show now. Okay, well, um, I am talking about a different fear uh, from 1996. It's available on HBO Max. So take it to the max, everybody, and watch this movie. Um, oh no! The synopsis video. What? I, take it to the I max. feel like wasn't that from Saved by the Bell? Take it to the, the, I don't know. the team hangout the was max. the max. It's the way we take it to the max. <laughs> take it to the house. <laughs> uh, here's the synopsis: <laughs> When 16-year-old Nicole Walker meets 23-year-old David McCall at a Seattle nightclub, she falls in love. David is exciting and charming, and despite the wide age gap, he wins over Nicole's family, except for her workaholic father, Stephen, who's suspicious, who's suspicious of David from the start. His concerns are realized when David turns out to be a violent sociopath who sees Nicole as his possession and her family home a fortress to be invaded. Huh? Yeah. Pretty good. Sure. Pretty good. About sums it up. Um, we didn't get into the you know, the, the Margo of it all, but yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, cover Margo. it, but... Uh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> like, I thought that was a pretty good one. It, that is pretty actually, good. it provided us information that I did not know, and I'll, we'll talk about it when we get into yep. it, but it, yep. it was a helpful... Uh, That's helpful a, little bit of information. Bit. Um, Dave, yeah. you could yeah. give us a rundown of who is in this movie. 
Sure. Um, David McCall, uh, portrayed by Mark Wahlberg. It's one of the, I think this may have been his breakout role. Both of them, actually. How? Uh, Reese Witherspoon as Nicole Walker. This was their two big. Um, after this, people knew who they were. Yeah. yeah. This, this, this movie did did pretty well. And uh, uh, I guess the, uh, the, the teens and early 20s folks liked going to check this movie out. So. Um, they got pretty famous after this. Uh, William Peterson is Stephen Walker. He's been in lots of stuff. You you yeah. name it. Every every TV show there's there's been a William Peterson cameo. All He's that the stuff. Guy. Uh, Amy Brenneman, guy. Judging Amy. Yeah, yeah, he is. As Laura Walker, uh, Margot. Oh, Margot. Mm. Alyssa Milano. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's a tough. It's a tough part. It's just. That's uh-huh. David's compatriots. Uh, that's uh, Terry, played by Jason Christopher. I'd never heard of before. Nope. Hacker, Gary Riley, and Nobby, Jed Reese. And yes, those are their names. Yeah. Hacker and Nobby. I just kind of figured uh, it was the Funky Bunch. You know, Marky Mark and yeah. Bunch. So. Yeah. I literally don't think those names are ever said in the film. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I heard Terry said once. I think I heard Terry said said once. I think he's the one. Uh, but other than that, uh, no. So the, those other two names are probably made up. But um, let's see. Uh, There's no one else. Don't even bother. Gary, Gary, Todd Caldecott, and uh, yeah, it's, that's 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 really it. Oh, the the uh, dog Kaiser, played by Banner the dog. Oh, Banner the dog. Banner. It's a good good dog. He was a good dog. A good pup. Shame good pup. what happened to him. You hate to see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Let's let's give some memories of this if we have something before the pod. Dana, what do you got? Um, so I definitely probably watched this in like middle school or like early oh my God. high school because it just it had to. Just because it 96, like we had HBO in my house. My parents weren't always paying attention to what I was watching. So like either eighth grade or like ninth grade is probably when I first saw this movie and like certain parts of it really stick with you and then other parts I completely forgotten I mean a lot of these things are gonna stick with me uh, so there's that uh Dave how about you no clue it's just as soon as I started watching I'm like this all feels so familiar (laughs) every bit of it um I'm guessing there was a rental at some point my sister's three years older than me so I would have been 11 when this came out she would have been 14 so she probably at some point asked my parents if she could rent this with her friends and my parents being 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 pretty uh liberal and just saying yeah go ahead whatever just as long as we're, we're around and so on and so forth go ahead um and i probably watched it at some point while it was rented that's my guess but i'm not 100 percent certain i mean it's it's basically a murder porno so that's that's rough for uh 11 and 14 okay. watching a murder porn um it's not that in, not that bad. Anyway. Talk about okay. it. Um, yeah, for me, <laughs> I had never seen or heard of this movie until Dana picked it last week. So I saw it for the first time about 10 hours ago, and I am still horrified. Um, Dana, rewatched this as an adult. Did it make the grade for you, or should they have held it back? I'm still very entertained. So, yeah, like um, – I took eight pages worth of notes. Granted, it was a movie that I had to read the recap on, but I was enthralled. I was like pausing it to jot my notes down because I didn't want to miss a moment. Um, So I'm going to give it, I think I'll actually provide a grade this week instead of 
being just very rude. Um, I'm, you know, B minus. I think Holy it shit. holds up. Yeah, I think it holds up. Oh my god, Dave. <laughs> Um, I don't need to watch it again. I I, I didn't hate <laughs> watching it. Um, I had an alternate title for it that escalated quickly because everything just kind of yes. blows up so quickly. And that I don't know if it kind of runs out of steam toward the end. But once some, once that happens to the dog, I kind of said fuck this movie because you know I, I I have a pretty strict uh, rule about dogs in movies. If, if if something has to happen to them, don't let me see it. And this one just violates that oh, you rule see it. within uh, seconds. You, you fucking see it. And you it makes the most thing. thing in the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. It was fine. Middling. And Watch he, it I, again. <laughs> no. I would say that it Fair did not. To middling. It didn't, it didn't run out of steam for me. Because, um, like, the ending is so abrupt. Uh this was like an inexplicably hard yes. call for me, whether it made the greater got held back. The movie's bad. Like, Dana, I'm sorry, it's a bad movie. But my goodness gracious, did I have fun watching this mess. Yes. Like, what I was thinking of when I said it didn't run out of steam for me, there's a moment about maybe one minute before the closing credits that had me fully laughing out loud. Like, I, I think I have to say this movie should be held back if you're trying to watch an actual suspense movie, but it 100% makes the grade as a piece of bonkers nonsense. Like, there were so many things that I'm like, well, this is insane. This is really bizarre what you're doing here. And yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to spoil the ending. We'll talk about it. But there was, there was something that happens right before the movie ends. It's like maybe a minute. <laughs> I lost my shit. So, yeah. Um, not a good movie watch it though <laughs> it's worth watching um do we have yeah. any fun facts before we get into the recap in the seconds here well i just will say my grade is based on entertainment value yeah, i'm I was not saying yeah. the movie is good but you are entertaining it's also only like 90 minutes it is perfect it's tight um it's not good. perfect but it's a, it's a good 90 minutes um so I had some quick facts. Uh, again, these come from IMDb. It was very hard to do like your own research about this film because there's a lot of other movies with fear in it. I even tried to do like Fear 1996, but I think there's some like new Netflix Fear Street 1990. I don't know. It there was impossible to do like. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. impossible to research. So these all come from IMDb. Uh, apparently Liv, uh, Liv Tyler turned down the role of Nicole interesting uh, well this will be after empire records so she probably kind of had her pick this is before armageddon so yeah so they actually filmed this in 1994 though it came out in 96 so wow. it would have been like this or empire or i don't know yeah this okay. sat on the shelf wow all right yeah shit yeah so that's one i don't know i kind of like living it or not live sorry reese mm-hmm. in it there's like a she just looks a bit more innocent, which really works for the film. A bit more innocent, um, a, bit, a bit less like wide-eyed. Like I mean, she's got big old eyes, but I feel like yeah. Liv Tyler. Yeah. The way that she delivers lines is like a lot breathier and like a lot less assertive. And there was there yeah. were moments where she really needed to kind of be assertive, and I don't know that I would buy her in this role the same way. Yeah. Um, apparently, Marky Mark originally was going to be like one of the goons because he had been. just. I think come off of like yeah come off he just came off of like basketball diaries 
but Leonardo DiCaprio put in a good word with the director and then Marky Mark really impressed the director with this audition. And again, according to IMDb, the director was like, it's Marky or I walk. <laughs> okay. Well, no, weird line okay. to draw. That that director had some juice. This was his follow-up to Glengarry Glen Ross. So holy oh. fuck. Oh. And that movie turned out to be pretty 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 big. So he was probably like, Yeah, you know what? I can fight for things. Yeah. And he's like, Whoa. and he chose to fight for Wow. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Um he may have been really good. He, that, I'm sure that audition must have been okay. good then. We'll, I don't know. we'll get into Marky Mark. Um so I didn't Mark. I actually yeah, I forgot to get in. I didn't look up the director's actual IMDb. I just, again, the trivia was he also directed some Madonna videos. So that was cool to me. Um, <laughs> but there is also like some prestige of the guy who wrote this movie, Christopher Crowe, also wrote The Last of the Mohicans and The Untouchables. Two that films I've never seen. Mind. You've never seen but The I've heard good Mohicans? Things. you never seen The Untouchables? Wow. <sighs> No. I know they're supposed to be good films, that's, so there is a certain category. That's a Chicago category. way. That's a Chicago yeah. way. Yeah, you put the first hospital one year in the morgue. That's right. Um, Last of the Mohicans. I'm a, I, as everyone knows, I'm an Iowa Hawkeye, and the character Hawkeye is from Last of the Mohicans. So there you go. It's not actually yeah. a bird's Does Daniel eye. Day play an Indian, or sorry, Native American? <laughs> uh, plays Probably. a former like Civil War soldier who joins a tribe or gets yeah. taken in by. He's not possibly? Natty Bumpo. I'm, I'm, I'm not I don't certain. think he's Natty Bumpo. And then I be like Dancing with Wolves ish. Maybe this, that's the one I'm. I'm no, that's probably Dancing I'm with Wolves is the one you're thinking actually. of. So yeah, that's what that is. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, and that's that's Kevin Costner. Um, really, really, okay. really sorry. Oh, oh Jesus, let's let's jump into the recap here. We have yes. so much okay. to talk about. There's a lot to discuss. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then I do have other. Again, IMDb facts that I'm going to sprinkle in as we talk about it. Cause I, you have other it, lies it to bring It takes away in. from the film. <laughs> well, no, it just, if I talk about them now, it'll, we need, yeah. they need to come in organically. Sounds good. Um, okay. So let's start with, what'd y'all think of Maki Mak? What did you, uh, of, of what Maki Mak's doing in this film? You're Maki. Of, uh, <laughs> he's no longer having good vibrations he's no longer just donnie's donnie's little brother who's in the calvin klein in his undies oh my god um <laughs> what, what, what did you think what did you think this, I, he is top billed after the title of the film first name on the screen mark mark Walter. i i think well i wish it was but i will be calling him marky mark about the rest that's of, the, so. of course i think anytime yeah. he wasn't talking he was pretty effective his glamour mm. power is legit. Like he, his yes. ability to like smolder and angrily stare at things, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Most of his talking could have done without it. Because he like, sorry, Dave. I'll let you go, and then I can discuss some of the things. Oh. I don't. No, it's just, no. Kirk's uh, is one hundred percent correct. There's one stare. I think he's climbing out of the pool. Mm-hmm. And he's eating. He's he's pretty much taking a big like mm, mm, <laughs> bite out of. Reese Witherspoon's face and just looking over at her dad, just like uh, he's making out with her forehead. So that yeah. stuff was Bearing good, but yeah, he's, down. yeah. Oh god, no, yeah, no, it's, no, it's gross. No. Um, so yeah, so like he's yeah. I think when he has to do like the crazy stuff, very good. Very, I, I'm buying every last bit of it, knowing yeah. his history where he like literally beats someone almost to death. I get yeah, it. I hate crime. He has it in him to be yeah. that. Yes, committed to hate him. He's got that in him. 
but we have to do like the nice guy stuff um it is so awkward he's like voice gets this like high tone and he's just like um so they first see each other at uh so like reese is like 16 year old as the recap told me so we knew that but we were very unclear at about how old mark's character is but they like run into each other at this um cool coffee sandwich yes. shop pool hall Those, d- d- <laughs> combination. coffee um, shop sandwich shop and a pool hall. yes yeah. unless there's a thing in seattle where it's like yeah it's it, we do we do sandwiches and coffee during the day and at night flip that around everyone well, no, gets the, a cocktail or two and then we play pool these guys are playing the duel it's the middle of the day because like she reese's character has to be convinced to go with them to yeah. the to the thing so she sees him from afar likes the way he looks yes then they run into each other at a warehouse party later and she's like why aren't you why aren't you dancing he's like Nobody Cause nobody asked me. Asked me. Oh my god! <laughs> nobody did. Okay, all right. All and right. then later on, they're like dating. Mm. Wait, no, let me. Go. They're dating. Like, there's other things he mm. says where it's like, <laughs> sir, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Method actors. <laughs> but he says to her no, I... as they're like making <laughs> out. You know, <laughs> hold on, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> no, no. I'll uh, say this while you get. Um, it was nice to see that uh, no one got lung cancer back in these days. Oh, everyone uh, smoking yeah. cigarettes. It was in, indoors, just like. Oh wait, I have yeah. another cigarette in this hand too, because yeah. you know, yeah. just two-handed back then. I love that. Okay. Oh. Love that. Of, sorry, a lot of cigarette smoking. But then he says these two lines very quickly, um, back to back. They're making out, and he goes, "You know, every party, every party tastes so good." And you're like, what? Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. And they've only made out. And he just goes, every part of you tastes so good. And then they're holding hands, walking to the street. And he goes, I want to meet your family. Would that be okay? And he does, like, I'm not, like, I really am not exaggerating. No, that is the way he says <laughs> That's how he speaks. And I think, listen, this was probably my biggest problem with the movie in general. Like, I did not know why Nicole was into him at all. Because the, in the very beginning, the dude's a big fucking creep. It was like Christian yes. Slater and Heather's. Like, dude was never charming yes. or sweet or approachable Correct. or anything. He was just, he was a walking, living, sentient red flag from the very beginning yes. of this movie. Yes. Yes. So I feel like for me, this film, if you watch it at an early enough age, as a girl, you're like, you're you're learning i always try to like learn something and like i learn a lot from watching like thrillers horror movies like all that kind of stuff you are learning what things to keep an eye out for and it's creepy shit like this because it gets worse he keeps doing creepy shit we'll get into it yeah but like and like there's also like so he says like because nobody asked me because she asked like why aren't you dancing and then like later on they're like talking about his car and she's like isn't this the car that was recalled because something happened he's like it's not her fault they didn't put her together right. Like, oh my god! <laughs> my god! Like, like. And since- these are supposed to be charming things. This is supposed to. He's supposed to be charming her. And you know what? I'll tell you what. Holy crap! I'll tell you what. These lines could have been charming if he had a sly smile. This dude has a dead face and those dead shark eyes delivering these lines i'm like he's he's begging you to run away he is begging you to run for your life and you're like "Ah, i guess i'll take these underpants off like no 
you yeah. should have run for your life, Reese. So that's like a part of it where it's like, you, you're never really sold. And maybe you're not supposed to be. Maybe that was a direction where it's like, no, be a creep. You're a creep. Because apparently he's 23 <laughs> years old. Because we're never told that in the film. Never. Uh, I just got that from Rotten Tomatoes. Because like, they're very unclear about it. Because it's creepy as fuck that she's 16 and he's 23. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I just, it was, yeah. Anytime he's trying to be sweet to her, it's very uncomfortable. There are more lines that we can talk about later. But those are just some of your early ones in the early stages of this courtship that you're supposed Ugh. to be like, oh. Because, like, when you first see him in the film, like, he's, your her friend Margot, which maybe we can talk about her friends in a second. We really should. Um, is, like, they're at this coffee sandwich shop, pool hall with cake, <laughs> uh, in the middle of the day. Middle of the day. Middle of the school day, because these kids are in high school. And she sees the grossest, sleaziest man in the entire world. And Margaret's just like, oh my God, wow. he's so hot. My God. Like, and all the people he's playing pool with are gross. And then Maki Mock walks mm-hmm. up in his skin tight, black tee, long sleeve tee, tucked into his oversized jeans with a large belt. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I wrote in my notes, oh shit. Maki Mock and that tight long sleeve tape. Buddy, buddy, he looked like that meme of the rock with the fanny pack. <laughs> like he's dressed the exact same as the rock with the fanny pack and a painted on black shirt. That thing was. He doesn't have weird facial suit. hair or a bad haircut, but it looks good because he's got, he's working on his Calvin Kleins. Um, so yeah, so this is, again, it's like he opens his mouth and you're immediately like, <laughs> oh no. Your skin crawls. Your skin crawls, and you're like, okay, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm learning. If I am a young girl and I encounter a person like this, I know to go, no, this man is disgusting, yep. and he should not be talking to me, and I'm going to walk away. So it's a cautionary tale for young mm-hmm. teen girls. Everybody should watch this. Learn what not to accept from a man. They really should show this in health class. You're right. Like, this yeah. is, if you see this man, like, run. Walk away. Give me like a wanted poster? Name and then run. Yes. Just like, hey, if he looks like this... <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, go. He might keep, look keep like this. He might look like this very handsome Calvin Klein model. But then yeah. if he said weird things to you after only kissing you, like, you know, everybody it is so bad. Like, if you notice, ew. if you notice that his closest friend looks like Zach Wilde and is conservatively 40 years old, that's a red flag for you. His <laughs> friend was old as shit and looked terrible. He looked like he was no sticky. discernible job. Yeah. He, no job. He, yeah. Definitely, like, if you touched his hair, you'd be like, well, this is nasty. What is, what, what, what is that? What it just gets. But Margot fucking loves it. So, well, I was going to talk about her family, but let's talk about Margot because it's kind of Margot's fault. That How's your mother? Don't go. Say how you motherfucker. Say motherfucker. So, Margot is played by Alyssa Milano, as Dave told us. Um, she seems to be the bad influence. She's like, we gotta go get this sandwich at this cool place. Um, Chocolate cake. Immediately, like, yeah, and the, the second they get out, out of school, she's gotta, like, pop her sweater off and be like, look at me in my hot little two or halter top or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, loves this gross guy, um, but also, I think, like, has her own issues where, like, I guess her mom's not around all that often. Her mom's a sugar like, mom's baby. Mom's running away. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Her mom is based like on, uh, some Margo- guy in San Francisco. Yeah, based on Margot's behavior, I'm like, yep. And the way 
yeah, just the entire family situation. Like, yep, everything that she does makes makes sense. It's rooted in a lot of that. Um, she makes a lot of bad choices. Well, a lot of bad choices. My my thing was I don't know how they're friends because Margot legit Correct. feels mm. like Gia from Full House. Like we we never see her do anything but be a troubled youth. And if Nicole yes. is also supposed to be a troubled youth, they didn't really do a good job of showing us that. Um, mm. We see Margot like literally having sex with a senior citizen who is actively smoking crack in the middle of a house full of other crack addicts and then doesn't really put up much of a fight when Maki Mock fireman carries her away for more crack sex. And I'm like, this is your friend? Like, I, I, I felt not, scandalized watching that. Yeah, not only, like, carries her away, grabs her by the hair and says... Threads her butt cheeks. Tell him you want me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's... Well, again... We're we'll gonna get to, to it. Little, yeah. But she also has, like, a line later because, um, like, Marky Mark... We could talk a little bit. Because, oh, perfect segue. So, at some point, Nicole also has... Is this male friend, poor, poor Gary. Oh, Gary. Lovable doofus, Gary. Um, who we don't really know. I think it's because maybe Nicole's new, so she didn't, like, break in. Because I think at some point, though it's never really explained, she just moves up to live with her dad in Seattle because her parents aren't together. Is her mom dead? What happened I figured mom? her mom is dead because there's a part where I think... I think David mentions, maybe she says, like, you were never there for me when I needed you the most or whatever. So I assume her mom uh, died. Yeah. It was a, there was a part where she was talking about taking care of her mom. I'm not sure if it was yeah. like, cancer related or, or some kind of sickness related or if she was a drug addict of some sort. Like, I was taking care of her when she should have been taking care of me. Yeah. I thought that might have been it, but probably oh, sick, probably died. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So, Nicole, at some point, their parents... I guess get divorced. She's with her mom for some reason. She moves to Seattle, and she's only been up there with her dad for like a year. So I'm assuming she like is having a hard time making friends. And poor sweet Doofus Gary, just I think it's just like a, a nice guy who just yeah. you know just is just there for her. And then so she's got like Doofus, nice guy Gary, and then Margot. That I don't know how how or why she's friends with either one of them. They don't really explain it to us. But at some point, like. Um, I don't know if this is they had already gotten a fight. Sorry, a lot happens in this movie, and my notes are kind of all over the place. <laughs> it's rapid fire. Um, it might, yeah, it might be after they hook up for the first time or something. Yes. So, oh God, I don't want to get ahead of that. But anyway, <laughs> that's so wait. good. That's uh, so good. <laughs> Maki Mock sees uh, Gary hugging Nicole Reese Witherspoon's character. And gets out of the car and beats the living shit out of Gary. He whoops the dog shit out of that dude. Beats him like like you're right, shark eyes, just totally like black like. And then during the course of it, Nicole's like blood curdling screaming. Stop! No! No! And she tries to like stop David, and he like pushes her to the ground and somehow gives her a black eye. And this is the part where it pertains to Alyssa Milano, because she's like, oh my god, well you know. That's just their asshole way of showing you that they love you. I wrote that down too. That's Excuse so. Sixteen year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah if your boyfriend beats you, it's because he loves you a lot. No, yeah. she says she says that and immediately follows up with, "Don't think so hard. You'll get premature wrinkles." I'm like, so she's just 
broken and, and in that saying all sorts scene, of dumb shit in that same scene she also mentions that oh if your dad doesn't like him it's only because you know your dad's like jealous of him and i'm like dude you need another friend call gary go to the hospital because yeah. he was kicked yeah. 389 times in the ribs in front of a thousand witnesses who do nothing like yeah, him, no one does anything. Watches it. No, on. he got the shit. He got the shit kicked out on him. He had to probably, probably check his pants. He was get, kicked right <laughs> in the stomach that many times. He shit his pants. He got the Billy 100%. Bats treatment from um from Goodfellas. He got a full <gasps> Billy Bats. It's <gasps> a fucking shine hawk, Joey. And yeah. It, mm-hmm. And it's what and it comes out of nowhere. It's wild. This is another red flag. If you're dating someone. We'll get into what happened before, which I think why David thinks he now owns her and no man's allowed to touch mm-hmm. her. But like Marco's just like totally cool with it. And you're like, why is she broken? Yeah, there is a lot of like, I don't know if Christopher Crowe had some things he was going on, but there is a lot of like, it comes up in the dialogue a bit. A lot of like psychosexual Freudian Oedipal yep. uh, Electra complex shit. And you're just like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. A, a dad just doesn't want an old man fucking his kid. Like, I think that's pretty, pretty on the level. Like, well, you know? An old man fucking his kid. Also an old man who immediately is like giving him the stink eye. <laughs> like yes. when they first meet, he's, yes. we're, we're supposed to believe that David is very charming to little brother Toby and to judging Amy. But when he, the interactions he has with, with her dad is like, hey, you know, I can move in here if I wanted to. I could fuck your wife. You couldn't stop. Oh my God. I could just like, yeah. and, right I'll, and, and I'm gonna change. I'm, I'm I'm gonna change your clock by thirty minutes, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll watch as Alyssa Milano tries to flirt with me, and then you can notice that too. That scene. Um, yeah. that, was, that, that scene was a weird part in his office. Sec, yeah. There was a lot going on there. Yes. So She's yeah, there are so we can get into butt the... cheeks and Jesus. Yeah, so I think that's a good, because Margo also, yes, we can pivot to the part where, because there's some shit in there, so I just called it the shenanigans of David. It might be too light to call them shenanigans, but this, it all starts real innocently. Yeah, but it does start innocently where, um, so the first night that they truly officially meet and Haya goes, because nobody asked me. And the warehouse party gets broken up and they have to escape and run away, but the music never stops. There's literally an all out brawl. Helicopters are flying over the warehouse, but the music doesn't stop. Still pumping. Well, and what, um, hold on. And... What, what threw me about the escape? Okay, so there's, first of all, the dude that like rides the electrified pillar all the way down to the ground was a bit much. But then. This... I'm just an idiot. Yeah. I'm, I'm high on MDMA. I need to do some shit. This, yeah. The scene where they escape, I, I couldn't help but notice a lot of people just loitering around in the alley while everyone else is like in a dead sprint to get away. I don't think they've committed any crimes by being at this party. I guess maybe trespassing? But like, maybe. there are... I don't know. 80, 80% of the crowd is running away as though like a bomb is about to explode. And everyone else is just like standing around in the alleys, smoking nine cigarettes at once, like very relaxed. I was very thrown off by the two different camps everyone's in here. So and and was was that a police helicopter, like a news helicopter, watching the party it, get broken? Like, like a police helicopter, but I don't know. Or or or, or was something for the movie? Like we we need more light on the we we, we need more light yeah. on the roof. We got to figure that out. Right, yeah. the helicopter. Yeah, it was it was a weird thing but this is where we kind of like because then they go sit somewhere and chat and nicole's like oh david like my curfew's uh 
midnight or whatever. So then he takes off her watch and just changes the time. Problem solved. And I'm like, no, that's not how that's not how time works. Like, it yes, works. this clock now tells the wrong. <laughs> so long clock works. It's not how any of so this works. He does that once, and then yeah. there's the. Um, so Nicole gets in trouble for being out too late, and her punishment is yard work and kitchen duty for a week. Which, judging Amy, is like it's not enough of a punishment. Mm-hmm. She's not wrong. Not wrong. Um, so so then David pops up and charms dad uh stepbrother even um judging amy the stepmom and again the curfew thing comes up where he's like they're in dad's office steve's office Alyssa milano is literally bending over showing her panties to him uh to the dad in some i don't that was so bizarre he also david like yells at nicole to get him a coke Dad doesn't like the tone. No. Don't, don't boss my daughter around. So that's- Hey, baby, give me Coca-Cola. How you doing? Oh, Diablo Cody's in the <laughs> so podcast. That's another, like, like- <laughs> Oh, I'm here. Give me Coca-Cola. <laughs> Stat. I'm thirsty. Yeah. So, like, he talks to her, like, inappropriately that way. Dad brings up the curfew again. What does David do? Just, you know, gently changes the time. on The fact that this clock has no glass covering, and it's very easy to just drag your finger messing around with clocks that well, okay well and also st- we we understand steve this this eddie guy that like calls steve to ruin his day over and over again steve is literally working on a computer all night long but turning the clock back a half hour or so on his desk clock is like enough to fuck up his whole sense of time the, i'm looking at my computer right now there's a clock right fucking there <laughs> like it's not like well, a Maybe, come on. Early nineties. I don't know. Whatever. You still had a man. Yeah, so now, now it fucks up dad's work. So he does that. Then we also talked about um, he beats the shit out of Gary. Give Nicole a black eye. David does that. Um, after oh before because there's a line he says after the black eye that I also think is creepy and is a red flag. But before that, so because he messes the clock up, dad's big architecture thing with some Canadian company gets all thrown. A- messed up so now dad has to go to vancouver again he asked judging amy do you want to go with me she's like okay fine i'll go with you and then dad tells nicole we're going away nobody in the house but you and toby so we all know <laughs> it's not gonna happen she's gonna Poor call Shadow. david mm-hmm. yes <laughs> so uh and then david's out with his these ball friends who I don't care what the movie says, or IMDb says they did not have names. They're all just sleazeballs. Um, she's like, hey, I want you to come over. And he's like, I can't. I'm with you guys. I gotta go do this thing. And then she gives him the code. Don't forget. Giving a, a code to a keypad to get <sighs> into the house. Just tuck that away. Tuck that away. Especially um, a code. It's, it's, a, it's a five number keypad. So I'm like, oh, so few combinations. You're just gonna get, you're gonna give that up right here to someone you've You've known for okay. How long? Two weeks oh, tops. This yeah. this movie's two oh, weeks. Has to be. No, no. What so the fuck? far, so you've, far, it's been two weeks. weeks so far. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So so far, you it's been two give weeks. that shit out to that. No right? way. No we, way. We saw them at the warehouse party, which was a weekend. They went to that. Have they gone to the carnival yet? Uh no. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. They, yeah. No, no. They have. They have. They have. Of, oh yeah. my god. How could I skip this? Okay. How so dare you? The carnival. I'm so sorry. And then we'll do the next thing I wanted to talk about. So when he adjusts the clock, um, that fucks up Steve's, the dad's whole world. 
Um, they are on their way to a carnival. They're trying to convince him to come. And oh boy, I oh, remember God. I'm sitting here watching this and I was like, David loves playing with cocks. I'm all mad about it. And then they go to the carnival and I'm like, oh boy, this scene's going to get wild. I like knew it was coming. Oh. I know it was coming. You could have coming. Nicole, hey yo! Oh no, Nicole is coming. I don't think I've ever been less comfortable watching a scene for this pod. It went on and on and on, and my notes just keep going. Oh, I don't like this. Oh God, I wish this would stop. Oh, this is horrifying. My God, please stop this. <laughs> like my notes. Oh, God, is that you put in your notes? By God, I just told people what happened. Uh, you, what happened? You, you, you don't, you don't need to tell anybody. No, I said I, I actually wrote uh, what whenever wild the song Wild Horses plays, yep. I know someone's about to get some hand relief of some sort. It just happens every time I, I hear that song. Like some, some, some no shit's happening. I won't get um, too graphic because I'm apparently we're not adult enough to handle it. That's why I called it hand relief and not what it really was. Yeah. Yes, hand because relief. What happens is they ride a roller coaster. David was already kind of touching. And then Nicole slides David's hand up her skirt. And then, you know, roller coaster. Horses. <laughs> and I'm like, Woo! is this roller coaster a euphemism? A metaphor? What? Like, it's so over the top. What it is, it's tainted now. Because- it comes in waves. Woo! Woo! Oh, her juices are all over that fucking seat now. Like, oh God, stop it, stop it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, do you think she's she's all dried up at 16? Like watching that no, play out, fine. it kept on going and going. And the reddest flag to me is the way that his face looks. He's looking at her as she's just like riding this coaster. Dead. The time of her life, he's got no it's emotion like, uh... on his face. He might as well be like operating a big crank yeah. somewhere. Like he's got no emotion. Dead eyed. Yeah. It's terrifying. Ugh. It is. It's terrifying. So we have that, and then I'm assuming it's the next week. Maybe it's just later on that weekend. I think it's the next week because parents are out of town. She gives David the code to the house. Um, she's like, "Oh, I might go to bed, but like, here's the code, so you can come in and surprise me, I guess, or whatever." Um, so he just starts creepily walking around her house and then winds up in her room. And I, I put this in the note, that buck ass naked, just standing over her yep. naked. Yep. That's a little weird. And he's wind. like pulling the sheet off of her. <laughs> Floppy dick, three nipples, three nipples. Yeah, it's all out there, man. All out there. Oh, God. And yeah. then I'm like, oh my God. Cause you're like, it's, it's a little unclear. But um, it gets clear. Like kissing her, undressing her. I'm like, whoa, man, this is just, this yeah. went from like zero to a million. Mm-hmm. And then I hate to say this, but this is what my notes wrote because I just was like unclear about it. But I went, did he just penetrate her? Like it was, I was like, oh, there's. Listen, there it, it, sure it, my notes, my notes sure say did. David enters her and then says, I love you. <laughs> like, okay, all right, all right, a couple things. My first thought, before I knew where this scene ended, because, you know, it's my first watch, watching uh-huh. him, like, skulk around this house, I'm like, well, no teenage boy would ever act like this. I didn't know how old he was. So I'm like, well, yeah. no teenage boy would act like this. I know now he's not supposed to really be a teen, 
But if my yes. high school girlfriend was like, my parents are out of town, here's the code to get in. I'm not going to like walk in the house and creep around looking at pictures and going through jewelry box and shit. Like I'm going to sprain both ankles, sprinting <laughs> through her bedroom while leaving a trail of clothes behind. And then watching these two fuck made me so uncomfortable because this dude is standing there booty butt naked, takes off her bra and underpants, and she doesn't smile or look excited to see him or anything. No. It's almost like she's bummed to be awake. <laughs> like I was, I was having a fine time sleeping. She's scared. Yes. She's, she, she's very scared yeah. about what's going on. Yeah, it's yeah. super, super creepy. It's like not yeah. sexy at all. And then no. I was just like, do you put a condom on? What are we doing? No, no. Well, we find out later, yes. yes. But, we do find but, out later, yes. But based on the the, 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 the way that we were originally shown it, I, I thought, no. These, he's just, no. I'm now going right on in. I'm led <laughs> to believe he walked in with a condom on. I walked into the house. Jimmy had it up, and just like, no, 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 no. yep, no, 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 this is what I think happened. He's touching all the shit in the house. He's walking <laughs> around her room. He's he's a creep because we'll find out later. He has like a shrine to her in his house room. So of course, finally, the negatives of a shrine to a woman in in the room. We finally get to see that when we yeah. see it's not played mm. for a joke. It's creepy as fuck because it is. Yeah, and I think he gets undressed and it's just like slaps it on, and we're like, it's happening. Oh my god! It just, it was, I, 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 I can't make the snap noise. No, no. It was just, yeah. It was just so. Yeah. Like and then. Uh, no, I'm just. Do you have any more to say? I I'm just. Grossed yeah. out, I'm grossed out reliving all of the making out in this movie because this movie is a makey outy movie, and it's always yeah. aggressive. And half of it is Alyssa Milano and a 91 year old man with a big old greasy beard. This is a movie fucking gross. This is a dirty movie. Yeah, because it's not like a teen movie. I also should have said that from the start. This movie involves a couple teenagers, but it's not for them. No. Or like, again, cautionary tale. You watch this to learn what to keep an eye out for. Parents, teenage girls, keep an eye out. I guess That's a nice boys, way to put it. It's a nice yeah. way to put it. Watch it together. Watch it together and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we can all learn from this. So then this is so this happens. He's now had sex with her. So now he like is even more obsessed with her and like feels like he owns her. Next day at school, he sees Gary hugging her, beats the shit out of her or him, and then knocks her down. Um, and then next day at school, Gary seems fine, and he goes talk to Travis Bickle yet. Gary, has that's a deep cut. Nice. No one, right. no one who saw that movie at that time was like, oh yeah, Travis Bickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has you some know, other lines. Taxi driver, man. Yeah. Taxi driver. And I didn't write them down, but they also make no sense for a 16-year-old to say. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not even writing it down. I don't even know what it means, but I know it doesn't work for a 16-year-old. Um, but David shows up at school. So when people just keep showing up in your life unannounced in creepy ways, deal breaker. Yeah. Um, he leaves a murdery, like a crazy man note of apology in her locker. Um, he sends flowers that she throws out. Um she's very upset she's crying so loudly that um her dad and stepmother can hear her crying uh judging amy goes upstairs to talk to her seems to be handling things but then dad finds the condom loses his shit sees the black guy dude dad dad goes from being upset that his daughter has been like broke has been made to feel bad by this boy to immediately 
you're fucking oh get the fuck out like he loses his shit so fast <laughs> this dude has no chill like none i i will tell you there was a time in my life and i know it's not the same thing because i'm a guy and she's a girl and double standards exist in our society there was a time that my dad found a condom wrapper in the basement this motherfucker my dad's name is leroy leroy played this leroy! so fucking cool so the next day we're outside playing horse and uh you know we're just kind of shooting the shit this is like 4 p.m he found it the day before and he's like uh, you know especially i'm proud of you and i'm like thanks dad and he's like yeah you know um i wish you were a little bit smarter sometimes now, I'm proud of you because, you know, when you're having sex with your girlfriend in the basement of the house that you share with your mother and I, you wear a condom. But I wish you were smart enough to realize the rapper was just sitting on the table and throw it away or something next time. Like that, he played this so much. Her dad, her dad basically begins like swinging in all directions when he sees this thing and like, jumps on the top rope to give her an elbow drop as she's already like emotionally distraught over this boy like he fucked this up so bad yeah like so like and i wrote my notes i was like damn the dad's not much better than david like the dad has his moments she is torn <laughs> none of the men in He's her better. life are quality maybe toby toby's okay the Gary little brother fine. is fine Gary um, seems okay but like yeah well yeah. come back to Gary. um <laughs> But yeah, so dad's no better than David, like loses his shit. So now Reese is getting defensive, not Reese, Nicole, is getting defensive to the point where now dad has just con- like yelled at her, yelled her back into David's arm and is like, oh. it was just between, a, a, just a disagreement between me and David. And I went, child, he kicked the shit out yeah. of your friend. This is more than just a fucking disagreement. Yep. He committed it's felony crazy. assault on your friend for hugging and you. I, and then I went, at least they were wearing a condom. Thank God. Thank God for yeah. that. Uh, yeah, she she was, it, it really feels like she was ready to leave him until her dad was like, you could never see that boy again. And then she turns into Ariel from Little Mermaid. Daddy, I love him. And I'm like, well, you fucked it up, Steve. You had it. And then judging Amy told you, let me handle this. And then here you come to fuck it up. Yep. And then the next day... You, we get Alyssa Milano's line, Margo's line, and it's like, ah, that's just the asshole way of showing that they love you. Because um, they're hanging out by the pool. The sleazeball dirtbags show up. Of course, David's with them. Because Margo's still fucking around with this greasy-ass old man. Um, oh and David just is like, his apology was, again, red flag. Not a good apology. No. But it was just like, like, I think he's just saying, like, I just get so worried. Cause you know, there's a lot of bad guys. It's like, there's a lot of bad guys out there. <laughs> I just don't know what I And he do. leaves that creepy ass Brit. His handwriting made me really uncomfortable. He might. It's like it's like sharp on the edge. Of okay, so you were just you were stabbing the paper with this. Sorry, God. Like he really should just like put out letters, leave a ransom note next time. It would be less creepy than this shit. And what what well what got what got me for him was he was like. I just saw this guy with his paws all over you. And, you know, I, I get a little bit upset sometimes. Like, the paws all over her. It was her friend Just giving her a gentle hug. I'm jealous. I'm sorry. Wasn't, he wasn't yes. groping her. Nothing. I didn't know it was Gary. I didn't see Gary. What would I do? I'm sorry. And it's just I didn't like, look at like, him when I was kicking him 91 times. What? Look at his face. No. Yeah. And it's yeah. just because he's like, I think, I, I don't think I wrote this down correctly, but he's just like, 
I'd kill people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. There's, there's, listen, there's a lot of bad guys okay. out there. You know, guys, guys who I'd kill if they, uh, you know, if they bothered you. I'm like, what? No. And she's like, okay, that sounds cool. That's fine for me. Yeah. This relationship is 17 days old. <laughs> and you're ready to kill? All right. No red flags, yeah. though. It's all good. It's all fine. It's all good. So now, like, he's back in the good graces. He's swimming at the pool. Laura's in her high cut bikini, judging Amy the stepmom. Or not bikini. Mm-hmm. It's like a, just a bathing suit. She's flirting with him, kind of. Very, it's all creepy. Real weird. It's a one piece, but it's very high cut. I don't know what the hell they were doing in this. He was doing a lot of he was doing a lot of waist um, touching on her too, like a lot of grabbing her around the waist yeah. to toss her into the pool. Yeah. So then David Snow and everybody, but not Dad, because he does this thing in this moment where he's creepily like tonguing Reese's forehead and staring Dad down, just Why boring holes in this. Doing this? Why would you? Do- the dad, the, there's a moment where the dad is won over by David when he's like, oh, I'm going to help you plant yeah. this tree. And like, you, that, listen, man, read the fucking room. That's what her dad likes. You could have her dad eating out of the palm of your hand if you were to plant some trees, walk muscle cars, because obviously her dad drives his Mustang. You have a Corvair, which is a bomb on wheels. You guys could have, mm-hmm. you could have done this better. And instead, you're like, no, no, no. I want to eat the top layer of her skin while staring her dad in the face mm-hmm. after he just saw me like groping his wife. Well, he also this is like post post condom scene post black eye. So like true. yeah, that's Steve's true. on edge. Steve yeah. is, is on edge. Steve also finds out that Dave's in foster care and institutions and basically like they finally just let him go because mm-hmm. no one could handle David. At 18, they push you out the door and say, good fucking luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually, so, yeah and, then, and then Marky Mark says something later. It's like, I've, I've been to Rikers. I've been to, and he says, all, the, 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 the names of all these jails. Like, yeah, because the, they couldn't build the walls high enough for, for, for me. And they just kept letting me go. I'm like, no, no, the, the, is, walls, this, the walls were high stuff. enough. They this weren't stuff. thick enough. He was punching. Oh, sorry, thick enough. He was breaking up with his fist. Yeah, because what happened. Jesus. So. Dad gets all this information, and then uh, Dad knows that uh, David picks Reese up from school every day. So Steve tries to have a conversation with him and go, like, I know all about your backstory. And then this is where I think, uh, Crooks, you were alluding to this earlier. David gives this wild ass speech. Oh that my I God. did not write all of it down. Mm-hmm. But the end I. went, You're not like satisfying the missus, or she wouldn't be all over my stick. It is wild. We have never heard David like talk about this. And then, yeah, dad pokes him in the chest a couple times, like get his point across. <laughs> and then David gives this wild ass speech, which I think like scares the dad. And was just like, Okay, I have to find a lawyer and I gotta, I'm not intimidating this dude. I gotta find other avenues. And that's where David just stands there and like beats his chest. And you're like, what the fuck is he doing? It's, yeah. And now it's like iconic. Like you'll yeah. like now you'll never forget when you see this in other things because it does come up that you're like, Mocky mock, leaning Listen. on his Corvair. Well, watching watching that scene where the dad thought he was gonna like intimidate this boy to stay away, and then he comes off the top rope you know, like Rey Mysterio or some shit. It reminded me, um, there's a Dave Chappelle joke where he's like, I can't, I can't argue with my wife because she doesn't understand that like, you don't always have to go straight to a 10 right away. And he's like, I mean, you got dishes in the sink. Can you wash a dish? And she goes, premature ejaculator. 
And it's like that, like you, he was like staring at my daughter and his response was, I could fuck your daughter. I could fuck your wife. I could fuck that dog you got in your house. Like, I'm just like, whoa. No. Dude, like, and, he, and, he, and he tries to respond. He's like, I'll rip your balls off and shove them in your mouth. And he's like, okay, whatever. But I still got you. I, I got in your head. I yeah. got in your head. He threw him off immediately. That dude was on tilt right away. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's a wild. It is a wild scene. I, I should have. I was like, oh, I'll come back and write down the speech, and then I did. So I, I also planned on doing that and didn't do it. Yeah, it's because it's you don't want to. It's so weird. Um, so then so uh, Steve goes and see a, sees a lawyer friend of him, and the only reason I wanted to touch upon this because the lawyer says something that I think if someone had said this to my father, <laughs> that man would have been punched in the fucking face. Yeah, because he's like, I want a restraining order. This guy's not cool. Like he's hit, hit her. He beat up her friend. Like, what? What are my options here? How can I keep her away? And the guy's like, Geez, Steve, you didn't expect her to stay a virgin, virgin <laughs> did you? You're like, motherfucker, I didn't. You're what? supposed to be uh, my friend. It's not about that. It's it's about this guy's murderous and crazy. Yeah, it's not what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm not I'm not thrilled he deflowered my daughter, but this other shit it could get really bad. Yeah, like you know, don't Sorry, love. I can use a different term if you like. No, it's fine. Yeah, you got it. It's like yes, I don't love that this uh, creep has had sex with my daughter, but there are other things about him that I would like to, yeah. I think would justify me getting a restraining order against him. Yeah, like, remember that part where said he committed like, felony assault? That's also a problem. Yeah. The fact that Gary didn't press charges is wild to me. He and the police him. failed in this movie. The lawyers failed. The law but There is not sucks in this movie. They're there's doing not a terrible one job. one single solitary school resource officer at this school. This dude is walking up in the school. They get into a whole fight in the cafeteria. He beats the piss out of a student, and there's no one around to help. No one sees it. Um, so he has that weird interaction with that lawyer friend. Um, so now uh, Reese comes in to confront her dad because she thinks... So I, David was, like, started with the truth, and then, like, you know, it's hard. He, he's planning. He has these little seeds of truth where she can go hey, your dad came and confronted me and he, Steve did poke him in the chest. Did Steve yeah. punch him? No. no, but it's enough to sow some doubt. And now Steve, she's all pissed. Steve put up no defense. <laughs> he was like, what? what, what bruises? <laughs> poked him. Yeah, no, I poked him and told him to leave you alone. That's all you had to say. But, but instead, it, that just came out as blur. Blur? Splur? Splurt? Yeah, that, that's all that happened. That was sad. Yeah. So sad. then she goes running back because I think David wanted her to come over. I don't know what happened, but for some reason, um, they're in love again. Um, I think Steve tries to report her as kidnapped, but like she just runs away or something. I don't know. It was she weird. got in the car with him. Kidnapped. This this part was also very confusing to me. We see her get in the car with him and like drive off. And then I, I'm pretty sure the next time we see her, she's driving his car like up to his house. And I did not she's understand. She's driving her own car. Yeah. Was she, but I thought she pulled up in a, in, a, in a convertible, I thought. Her car is there. Her oh, car is at his house. Up, I thought she pulled up in judging Amy's Jeep. I thought okay, that's what maybe. I, I was This I was, all happens. Yeah, it all happens very close together. Dad's trying to report her as being kidnapped or something. Everything's fine. But then she decides to like surprise. She doesn't want to go with him. So then she winds up driving to his place on her own. 
Or she knows where he lives, but has never seen this fucking cracked in. Uh, he's yeah, squatting in a, in a suburban to... house as a cracked in. Yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm going to surprise you. Yeah. Not gonna we have to talk about front... that house, too. Yeah. That house. What the hell is Destroy. that house? <laughs> Destroy. There's, there's, a, <laughs> a, there's a show called um, The Devil Next Door. I think it's on Vice. And it's about like, each sure. season's about like a different, it's a different true crime story about like, a murderer like a like a murderer or a cult leader or whatever in like a suburban neighborhood and there's one where like yeah this is what yeah. the inside of that dude's house looked like like just graffiti all over shit yeah. there's probably open poop in the corners like th- this house has been destroyed by these people who are just there for a little while until yeah. dude's dad comes back which is what because it's definitely like a flop house and he's like well, my old man comes back. I was like, your dad's gonna fucking kill you unless dad is the kingpin of this drug den. I don't it, admit like also, that whole 40. thing. <laughs> Where's your dad? He's 80. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was wild. But she just decides to surprise David at the house. Does not go to the front door because why would she? Well, um, she yeah. sneaks around to a side window and this is where we see Margot, Alyssa Milano, oh I think she's having sex with her Steve She's Ball, who definitely is having sex with him. It was a weird lap dance in front of everybody with crack involved. She yeah. was she was giving him Which a is penetration something... dance. She was giving him a penetration right. dance. Has... Yeah, it was, it was wild. <laughs> Dave, where are we going to get the penetration dances? That's, that's a funny... That's not that's a, a thing. That's an that's inside That's not a thing. Joke. That's, that's oh, sex. Okay. Yeah, that's our, sex. Our, our friend of that's ours in Vegas did ask Dave what strip club he can go to to get a penetration dance. That's what was happening. It's not was, a thing, man. No, it's not a thing. Him a penetration dance. Some some random yeah. dude walks up and like tries to walk off with her, and that ogre that she's having sex with is like, no, no, she's mine. Then he smokes some crack. It's David. No, no, there's another guy first. Another dude walks up oh, first, and he's that. like, okay. shoo off, like she's mine. And then David walks up, and Dana, what happens? Oh. Uh, David, like, how? And Reese is watching all of this. Is basically like. I want her, or, like, tell him you want me. Or, like, she's kind of flirting with him. And, but then he, like, literally dings his hair, his hand into her hair, yanks her neck back, and is like, say you want me. Yeah. Makes her say it. And then he goes, tell him you want me. Uh. Has to say it to sleeves bag. And then he just scoops her up and runs off with her. And Reese Witherspoon is watching all of this from a window. Well, and, and, and frankly, but well, two things. Number one, the night before, when he was having sex with Reese Witherspoon, he was like, tell me you want me. That's like an important thing for him for some reason. So she sees him. Was it the night before? The night before. Uh, I don't, right. It could have been that same night. I don't ago. fucking know. It was time, it was, flat circle. I, yeah, I don't know so, when anything's so, happened. So we yeah. have a, um, an echoing of that line. And then not only does he walk off with her, like I said before, he spreads her butt cheeks apart and like oh, yeah. makes a face at that dude who presumably is there fully erect <laughs> like he was he was having sex one second ago like this whole Dang. thing is so it's so it dave was right it escalates quickly but it does not come down it gets it gets a lot crazier from this moment yeah. onward yeah i haven't seen a squatter's commune like, <laughs> like, like that i was really I, I i didn't even know that somebody at some point said that this is my dad's house and he'll be back soon i had yeah. no, I, I i thought that this was an abandoned house that, that that was far enough away from everything oh. that they could just do their shit. And no no cops will come around. No one will bother them. This no. is somebody's home. 
and it's <laughs> fucked. It's really super fucked. And but there's like the, there there's like nice stuff everywhere around a little bit. There's like a nice pool table, nice stereo, a set of drums, and so on. Obviously, that something happens to that stuff later. Uh-huh. But that's it, it. The house is just so fucked that I was like, this is just a place where criminals squat and you know just engage in like common criminality. Remember that it is his dad's house and his dad is yes. coming back. But this is the state. There we go. Feet all over the walls. It explains a lot ruined. more about it's, it's not how, great. how this ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. then Reese sees this, gets upset, runs away. Um, uh, she's like ignoring David calls. And I think she's also ignoring Margot. Um, and David again shows up at school. Uh, poor Gary. Poor Gary tries. Is this when he tries to intervene? No. Yeah, in the later. cafeteria. Um, yeah, yeah, in the cafeteria, he intervenes and like, you know, pushes them off. Um, and I think that that part ends and then they're home later and uh, Margo shows up and she's like, Margo says something really weird to Toby who's like nine and I just had to, this again <laughs> shows you how weird Margo is. She tussles his, like he is an albino, not really, yeah. but like very toehead blonde little boy, mm-hmm. very pale, tussles his hair and goes, when are you going to grow up so I can ravage you? He's a child. Um, That's a... Yeah. That's that's something to say. That's I, those are words. I, I, I feel like that's that. No, no, that, that's uh, that's like a trope in, in in movies. Like you're so cute. I can't wait till you until you're older. But then they don't it's, say it's, the next part. She said loud, the next part in front of you judging Amy, his mother, and in front of like Reese. Whatever. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, Nicole's being super shitty and icy to Margot, which is very fucked up for two reasons. Um, you saw what happened. Maybe a couple reasons. You saw what happened. There's a high likelihood Margot was probably also doing drugs. Not that it forgives her, but she wasn't in her right mind. And it was very clear that David forced her to disagree. go off with him. So why are you mad at Margot? I what? disagree. Okay. Watching this, yeah. I, I did not think it was clear that he forced her to me the way that the way that okay. the, movie, the movie should have made it clearer because the way that it starts off he walks up mid coitus and is like flirting with her and she appears to be flirting back with him while riding that 71 year old man's dick then with right. the hair pulling and the tell him you want me and this and that it felt a little bit more like they're just into a lot rougher sex then he's comfortable showing oh, Nicole no. in front of her. Hold on. Because then when he does fireman carry her away and opens up her booty cheeks, like we don't see, there's no like kicking from her. There's no trying to fight him off. It just, it, the movie really could have made it clearer to me that this was like a non-consensual situation because it almost just kind of seemed like she just has sex with whoever is in this crack den and it's like his turn now is how it felt to me. Oh. Yeah. I thought the big thing was she was watching from afar and couldn't hear what was actually happening inside. So she saw it, saw what was going on, but, but didn't hear. Cause there's a part where, uh, where Alyssa Milano was like, she's like, got like a hand like near her throat. It's like, yeah, tell them, tell everyone that you want me. Yeah. Tell me. And, and then she's like, ah, and then she kind of screams it in, in a way that it screamed duress to me, but maybe she didn't hear it, but just saw her being taken away by Mark Wahlberg. I was like, uh, she's not my friend. She's, yeah, she's she my like boyfriend now. Kicked him, elbowed, do something visible 
to let me know this is not yeah like we didn't we didn't know that she was even like hanging out at this crack den before that so then my question is like is this is where you live to are you always here like how often are you at this place it just they didn't make it clear enough to me until later on that this was like a legitimate non-consensual rape essentially maybe because i've seen it enough but i was just like like okay so kind of cold basically the point where i think margot leaves does david show up at nicole's house or does he just try to first or does he immediately try to talk to margot i can't Um, remember the sequence of he goes he goes to nicole's house the dad won't let him in that's right right. Nicole's house. oh yeah that kind of tense thing at the door Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 okay Sends him away. Then he chases. Yeah. Then he chases down Margot, uh, who's like, "You gotta fix this. How does she know? I don't know, but she knows. Whatever. Um, gotta fix it." Uh, then he goes back to his house and carves slash tattoos Nicole's oh, name into his chest. Oh, brother! That beautiful, beautiful chest. Great chest. Yeah. Pecs, abs. I don't know why you'd mar it with Nicole forever. I learned a lot. I'm like, that's so that's how that's how they do prison tattoos. Well, well, I will will say beautiful chest, beautiful abs, not a bruise to be found. He I was looking for that big old bruise on his chest. It wasn't there. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. Not even like a little bit of redness left or, you know, splotchiness. Mm. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he so he goes crazy. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what happened next because I, I don't have it in my notes all i the thing the main thing that happens next is mark and mark kills gary just yeah so <laughs> chases him down in the wood he sure does what, what hey, happens gary. good to see you <laughs> well okay, we're in so. the woods now you know what happens in the woods in seattle gary you get fucked up and you die there that's so, what happens gary the transition between these two moments is, is ridiculous because we see okay. him, he, he carves the tattoo Yes. Then we see Gary and Nicole leaving school together. Um, oh, that's right. Okay. And Gary, the the move. Okay, Gary is walking home and then just like takes a weird turn into like the Tolji Wood. Like he walks into like a dark, spooky, wooded area. And yeah. what what threw me the most about this movie is that it posits a world where people just like sprint through the woods all the time. The yeah. first thing Steve do is sprinting through the woods as part of his regular work. And not for a jog. He is like at a dead Usain Bolt sprint, roots and random branches everywhere. It doesn't bother him. Gary does the same thing. And I busted up laughing when, when Marky Mark chases Gary down and somehow catapults him ass over tea kettle. I, I didn't see him do a judo throw, but this dude flies 20. It wasn't a judo throw. It was it was a Navy SEAL neck snap where is it's that, like, I'm going to go well, one that, way with this side. The other way is after. after well, he yeah, before. Landed, he flies yeah, somehow. somehow. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost like an event. Like action film where you're like just starfishing, like, whoa. Yeah. And then he, he runs up and snaps his neck, and I'm just like, Watching this dude ragdoll through the air like that had me losing my shit. I'm thinking they had a piece of equipment that launched people because a little (laughs) later somebody else. We'll we'll talk about the the other character who gets launched. Yeah, we will. There's just some launching that that goes on in this movie that I thought was not appropriate. It was insane. They just had it sitting around, had to use it. Yeah. Yeah, So, yes. (laughs) 
I will make sure we give ample time to how this movie ends. Oh. Um, so then quickly after that, so I think Nicole goes to the mall with judging Amy and um, Toehead Toby. Um, so then uh, Maki Mak kills Gary in the woods and then he destroys Steve's like mint condition, like cherry red Mustang and puts a note on it and mm. went, now I've popped both your cherries. Oh my gosh. Son of a bitch cherry spelled c-h-e-r-r-i-e apostrophe s get the fuck out of here don't do that drove me nuts yeah you didn't need it there buddy you popped both your cherries what so many replies on twitter saying you fucked up but yeah excessive punctuation marky mark didn't have the best education in this film okay he's a 23 year old what no drug crew unclear what he does for a living um so then david stalks her to the mall follows her into a bathroom and was like oh god Mm, i'm sorry (laughs) because the next part is wild because it's it's like you know you you can see the real only one part of her can see the real david it's not her eyes it's not her heart not her stomach he like pulls a trump and like grabs her by the vagina he and does like this this is the part that can see the real me <laughs> right yeah. just whisper yeah. um, i i just got some shit i gotta say i was gonna whisper in your face but deep down yeah <laughs> yeah that definitely came, came it came to my mind i'm like grab her grab her by the oh god he got her by the pussy so that was that was yeah, Ooh, that was, was like, very uncomfortable. Um, and then I guess he eventually leaves the bathroom for some reason, disappears. Um, Dad is mad and needs to figure out where David lives, figures out, goes to the crack den house and destroys the whole entire fucking house, sees the creepy shrine, is bashing stuff with a baseball bat. Um, I don't know why Steve would do this. I literally wrote that in my notes. Why would Steve do this? Now it's war with all of the dirt bags. Yeah. And also, you're ruining. He's pissed. He's pissed. You're ruining a pre-ruined house. <laughs> like the house is already fucking. Yeah. It, yes. Yeah. No, but that box is creepy. It's, it's like a pair of panties with a picture of the family. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's right. But also, he put no, his but, face yeah. over Steve's face. Yeah. In the photo. Yeah. He sure oh. did. Oh, what what had me laughing yet again? unreasonably was the the painting of reese as an angel um yeah the it looked like that was a picture of nicole like 12 years old she looked considerably aged down from where she is and it was like did you paint this did you airbrush it was this commissioned art how did you get this yeah one of the other dirt bags i guess so um but yeah, there's like this really intense obsession. And also like Steve's not a great guy. Like, but he also he tried, I wrote in my notes, he tried to go about it the right way, tried to call the cops, tried to get a restraining order, tried to do all that. Uh, here's the futility of the legal system where, you know, when it comes to stalking and domestic violence, you know, like just not great. Um, so then the dirtbag crew sees that the house is ruined. So now David can get the rest of his crew to come with them and Go after the house. Uh, we learn early on there is a security gate you have to go through because that's part of why I think Steve does that run in the early part of the film is because yeah. he runs to the front gate. Oh, yeah. The guard. Yeah. He always runs by a certain time. So it's like a way of like they're showing us the dog and the dog whistle. 
this is a gated community. There's yep. all this kind of, yeah, like they're you can, preparing You can us. jog, though. You don't have to sprint. For you can sure. jog in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like it's sprint. Definitely. I don't know. And sprint in the woods. Tomorrow morning is in the woods. Morning, so, no, on the street. Because I'm that's not that's, that's how you break both um, your ankles. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then now they're all pissed and now the whole gang is going to go after the house. I will, I am going to throw out this one part because there is just like this weird obsession between like David and Steve. And like, you almost feel like, does David know Steve from like another life or what is going on? Um, Cause he just seems so obsessed with Nicole in a way that like could just be a, a twisted relationship or it almost seems like he has a vendetta against Steve. Mm-hmm. There was a version of the script where David did know Steve. Steve raped David's mother in what college. The, what? And Steve is David's dad. Okay. Okay. Oh my god! I just figured. I just figured David's issue with Steve just was as a dad because his dad was probably a piece of shit, and he's like, "I'm gonna hate everybody else's dads." And I'm gonna. What the fuck? Yeah, I figured that was, was it, but that's that's very interesting. There was a version of was that where, like, I think for them being half siblings, it's disgusting. It's very not well. Okay. The, well, yeah, the sex stuff after is disgusting, but uh, it's lip or grandkids jumping Jehoshaphat. Yeah. No, thank yeah. you. Oy, oy, so oy, that, oy, there, was, there was a version where, like, that was part of the script. Thankfully, they took yeah. it out. Okay, so now on to the assault of the <laughs> Lakeshore House. I don't know whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Ugh. Whatever. Um, God. So the dudes sneak in and the way you know something is up is Toby, I think maybe they know they're on their way or something because I think Alyssa Milano winds back up or something happens where they're all- She, she shows up first, yeah. Gets there yeah, first. yeah. And gives them a warning. Um, Toby- she, Well, no, she is, gets there and says, Gary's dead, they just found his body in the woods. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. Yeah, okay. that's the news she delivers. Yeah, so then they know something's up. Um, Toby's playing whistle, trying to get the dog to come in because Kaiser, what a name for a German shepherd, um, is Thanks. is very, you know, he's obedient and he's not coming, not coming. All of a sudden, which I had forgotten about this. <laughs> Surprise. They, a decapitated dog head gets shoved through the doggy door. And now we know. Yeah, it's all baby. It's all. <laughs> it's funny, and, and and then they're talking about it like average. Holy shit! Don't look! Don't look! And then one of the goons sticks his head in and says, "Yeah, it's on, mother." I don't know what he says. Like, on, <laughs> motherfucker! It's on. Or some shit. Okay. I, I don't know what he says. It's something similar to that. I don't know. My first, my first question with this dog situation: What the fuck did they cut his head off with? Oh, we no. they have guns. They have a power drill. Some kind of a battering ram. But, mm. like, we don't see the, the big sword or a hacksaw or anything, a chainsaw. Like, did they, they tear the dog's head off? Like, I was yeah. very confused. Well, they were smoking drugs. So maybe it was some, like, PCP or something that made that was them, crack. like, superhuman. Okay, it was more crack. It, yeah, um, that, that was a crack bite. Mm. Yeah, so then they throw the dog head through the thing. Um, I think something, like, Nicole finally tells her dad that she gave him the code, which I'm sorry if... The moment my boyfriend gets sketchy on me and does creepy shit, I was like, oh, dad, I gave him the code. We got to change the code on that. Yeah, I fucked you know, up. Like, right? Like, it's an immediate fuck up. So now they have to, like, barricade the doors, turn off all the lights. And unfortunately, the house is just, the whole first floor is windows. So they think closing <laughs> the blinds is going to help? I don't they know. They won't know we're here. 
yeah, turn off the lights and close the blinds. <laughs> what? Um, and again, like, they, their house is remote, but it isn't a gated community where, like, they are literally at one point, the main, like, the skis bag that um, Alyssa Milano's character's been hooking up with literally grabs a felled tree, I think, and is <laughs> ramming it against the front door. No one hears this. No, no one calls the cops and because they cut the phone lines that's right they cut the phone lines so a lot of the stuff won't work because it's tied into the phone lines um no one hears this battering ram uh or any of the case like people are <clears throat> screaming like there's all this shit going on and nobody 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 does anything um they're breaking through the front door but it's barricaded at one point uh, uh somehow judging amy gets the drill and puts the tiniest hole in the one dude's hand, but it's mm-hmm. enough for him to go, ah! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Gotta go to the hospital. Running away. Mm-hmm. It is so wild. One of them I'm climbs like... up the, uh, one of the drains, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Reese uh, has, has an umbrella, pokes it through the window, and he flies back, hits his head on the fence, and is able to just stand up immediately. I'm like, oh, okay, like 15 oh, feet uh, and hit your head pretty hard. He she pokes the umbrella through the window, which you've already established is reinforced glass because they, yeah. because they have a very quick moment of exposition where judging Amy's like, remember you designed this house. There's reinforced doors and all the glass is reinforced and security. So I'm like, you're dropping this on me now in the middle of <laughs> yeah. this. That this is like the house from safe room. <laughs> you yeah. didn't give me any yeah. of this beforehand. Yeah. That's a super house. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, I think they do breach. That's because uh, at some point they get inside. Uh, yeah, well, they get inside because they kidnap Steve. Steve, yeah. they do a there. real kind of lame. Here's Johnny sort of thing. Yeah, here's yeah. Johnny. So why did Steve like? Why did Steve think it was okay to go outside? Um, okay, okay. Out. What happened is Larry, the security guy. Um, mm. Uh, he gets alerted because Nicole is flashing lights in her room. SOS. Flashing SOS. SOS. Yeah. Then Larry gets in his like security car, goes up there. We had not established how the guys got past the gate to get to this area, whatever. Oh, no, no. They drove past. He goes, just go past the gate, go to the woods. Yeah, okay, that's neat. what they did. So Larry, Larry gets up there. Apparently, Larry is part ninja because yes. they're about to whack him from behind with a hammer. This dude like matrix escapes this and then pops up with two guns like ready yeah. to he stole sleazebag's gun like, yeah and then yeah. i think i don't know why steve was out there but at that point steve i think might have seen the car drive up and steve walks yes. okay yeah, right. these are the guys fuck him up and then of course larry gets murked we're all good because one dude with a revolver has shown up we're we're all set we're all oh, he had two revolvers run out there okay yeah but then cool. one of yeah. the other sleazeballs like Catch the drop on Larry. Larry's dead. Shoot him to the chest. Check you later, Larry. Check you later. Check you later. So there is a line earlier that had been initially cut out of the film because, like, Marky Mark ad-libbed it, but it comes back in. He's, like, at the people giving a whole speech, and he's, like, saying whatever, and then he's, like, let me in the fucking house, which becomes, like, the no... (laughs) I will movie. say his face got should have cut it out for that moment. Should have cut it out, but with the tone of this movie, it fits right in. Yeah, so he loses his shit. That was it's a it's like like you know when you see it, it sticks with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
uh, now, like, they have Steve. Steve's like, let me in. Or they're trying to, Steve's like, don't let me in. Right. Like, Laura, keep me outside, judging Amy. But she's like, fine, I'll let you in because God forbid, I don't know, whatever happens. Yeah. Now they're tying people up and doing shit. Um, They decide to send Toby to the car because, okay. (laughs) Landlines are cut. They can't get security. Larry's dead. They need to get out. Laura. Laura has a car phone. So we just got to get to the car. The only person you can fit through the window is little Toby. So he goes out to the car. You have, apparently, it, you have to turn the car on to get yeah. the car phone to work. Yeah. Oh, man. So then that happens. Then uh, Toby murders a man. <laughs> the brave kid. Toby kills the guy. Hey, it was self-defense, goddammit. Yeah, the dude's he like shooting it. while the end of the car. And then Toby just backs over it. Sure. the car. Yeah. No, he's and he's perfectly. He, he didn't scream around. He's like, "Oh, someone's shooting." He yeah. Just down. Yep. Okay, and then let me just start the reverse car and reverse and oh, <laughs> fuck that guy! Yeah, splat. Yeah. yeah. Toby is so chill during that whole whole scene. Oh, yeah. Toby, what a winner! Um, so then, so now, one down. Yeah, or a couple, a couple of people. One ran away, one down. Yeah. So I think one it's guy, one guy murdered Terry one and the horn David. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but left. then, oh yeah. So then they're David's tying up Steve and judging Amy. Um, I think he does something to Alyssa Milano too. But then Terry, who I guess is the other main sleazeball, starts to go after Reese and is kind of mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna get mine." Yep. David kills him. So I was like, he wasn't sure lying. Does. Yeah. He did say yeah. he would kill Had anyone it. who hurt Nicole. And yeah. he yeah. shot fucking Terry point blank in the head. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, he does not make idle threats. You gotta, gotta appreciate that. I don't know. Um, so then somehow, I don't know. I honestly can't remember what happens, but at some point David and Steve are wrestling about in Nicole's bedroom. She's just sitting there screaming in the corner, not helping yeah. her dad. My notes no, literally they... say, Nicole, do anything. <laughs> do anything. No, no he, he was standing there with a gun point. It's like, you already said, that's the only way that we can be together. He's keeping us from being, I'm, hey, you just gotta say goodbye to your father. Gotta say goodbye to your father, and then we can be together. It's it's okay. Yeah, and um, well, we the part where she's he's about to shoot her peace pipe. (laughs) When they were at the carnival, and he got her the peace pipe, I'm like, this is gonna be important. (laughs) Because what you get, if you're on a date at a fucking carnival, what do you get? It first thing you get is the biggest, most uncomfortable stuffed animal that twenty pounds stuffed bear for somebody. Yes. You don't get a, a sharp peace pipe a and say, hey, peace pipe. yes, yes. Well, you that's do what that. happens in this film. <laughs> I know, then, fuck this movie. <laughs> so then the final, uh, we have been hinting at this. Here it comes. I think the beginning of the podcast. <sighs> David and Steve are fighting and fighting and fighting. At some point, Steve the dad gets the upper hand and throws Marky Mark yeah. Through a fucking plate glass window, and he, ah! doesn't, he doesn't just fall ah! straight down. Yeah, he gets he like shot put this bitch, and Woo! he gets air and lift yeah. and goes flying. The motherfucker has wings. At he least, flies a hundred yards. 
<laughs> so far and that, and that's like a jetty well and the way that they shoot it you see him go and the the lake or the ocean puget sound whatever is out of that fucking window and i'm mm-hmm. like okay he's gonna land in the water maybe we're gonna see a shot where he drowns or bleeds out suddenly this motherfucker goes kersplat like yeah. he just drops and i'm like oh shit he laid on the fucking rocks he's like this is across the street, but he's on a fucking rock. He but you saw so him launch far. out that he launched in a weird way out that window, oh my man. God. That just it looked it looked ridiculous. But I was laughing I think, uncontrollably. And I was I waiting for it. I found it. I, yeah. I was like, did that just really happen? <laughs> so good. I didn't I, believe it. And I was waiting for the delay when he would, you know sit up and then nope. go back to the house and then have to be shot at no but nothing nothing or, or like he or like you know they show him splat on the rocks and then they cut back into something happening in the house and then He's like gone. the michael myers moment yeah where the body's gone oh, fuck. Yeah. no what happens nope. is the, the dude the dude breaks the sound barrier flying out of this window lands on the yep. rocks and then the credits begin rolling <laughs> it's immediate it is right away Fucking credits! I, did, I was like, yeah. team, roll credits!" Like it. Oh like, my god! I was like, "Are we gonna? Is something else gonna happen?" And nope, like, that's nope. it. And just ends. That's it. You guys. Uh, that's it. One of the th- we're gonna end this whole episode abruptly too. One of the things we like to do with this podcast <laughs> is take a look <laughs> at a minor <laughs> character and see if this movie is the peak of their career and it started big things for them. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? Um, so there aren't a lot of options because, as we know, <laughs> yeah, well, like, mainly because, like, the leads of this felt like Reese Witherspoon is an Oscar winner and has gone on to great things. Maki Mock is Maki Mockin' about. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing. If you can learn one thing from Marky Mark actors out there, when you are trying to get your Oscar by working really hard and being the lead in a boxing movie, don't let Christian Bale in your film because nope. he snatched that trophy. Oh, yeah, sure, so much better. Sure does. Took sure does. Yeah. Don't let Christian Bale in your film because he's going to go method and he's going to fucking ruin it for yeah. you. He'll so, gain or lose he, he was a better, of a hat. Yeah. Dicky was a better character than uh, whatever the Marky Mark character was. See, I can't even re- I can't yeah. remember the name of the Marky yeah. Mark character, but I remember that Christian Dickie. Bale was Dicky. Yeah. 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 He, he was okay. that good. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and then William Patterson is old and goes on to lead the CSI franchise. Judging Amy is judging Amy. I refuse. The sleaze balls. none of them actually had names. But damned what uh, IMDb told us. So I'm going to go with uh, the little brother, little Toby. Toby. So this is Toby's. Toby. Toby. it's his first film, but not his first credit. He was on uh, a number of TV shows before this. Uh, so he was in Fear. Then he was in the Poltergeist, the Legacy TV show. Oh, no. Uh, something called Night Visitors, a TV movie. Uh, a Tale of Two Kitties, which was a short. Extreme Dinosaurs, which was a TV series. Oh, my God. Reboot, a TV <gasps> series. I love him. <gasps> Have you heard was of this? He, yeah, he was, was Enzo Matrix. He was Enzo in Reboot. What? What? Reboot? That is. Listen. Okay, I'm gonna break it down real quick. Reboot was the first ever uh, fully CGI TV show. It was. It took place inside of a computer, and the whole premise of the game, um, like there were three or four characters, and then each week 
the user who has got it on the computer to play a game. And all of a sudden this big purple cube would like drop down and everybody that lived in the city, which is called mainframe, would be like transported into the game. And so okay. like, yeah, and there was a bad guy named, um, oh God, oh shit, I can't think of his name. Megabyte, I think was the bad guy. And then also Hexadecimal was like the bad spooky, like bad lady boss. That show was probably- You're just making shit up now. Hex, hexadecimal. Hexadecimal, no, 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 Megabyte, no. Fong was like yes. the game master. Hexadecimal is a, yeah, these are yeah. all, yes. Yeah, all reboot things. and the, the, whole, the whole premise of the show was like, we have to survive the game because they're like playing the, the playable characters in the game. And if they die in the game, that's like it for them. So they have to like survive the game to make it out of it. And then I, I'm pretty positive at the end of the movie or at the end of the show, the guy just like gets a new computer and throws them away. <laughs> like, I think that's how the, the series finale is like, he upgraded his computer and everyone's just like, well, I guess we're dead now. And that was how it ended. Yeah, he was Enzo. Enzo um, was like the, the main character. Yeah. 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 So he's Ender Matrix. Yeah. It's, it, but that, if that can give you any sort of sense of what Toby goes on to do, it's a lot of voice <laughs> acting. Yeah. Robocop, Alpha Commando. Uh, he was on a Mary Kate and Ashley in action okay. show. Or was okay. the thing. So he played Oliver Dickens. And... It's a good gig if you can get it. He's. You're, yeah. you're able to record at home sometimes. Yeah. I, mean, I think I'd yeah. like to be a voice actor. I got a guy but, in my uh, If anyone needs someone to sound like Diablo Cody, <laughs> Dave's your guy. Let, let me know because that's what she really sounds like. But, yeah, uh, that's yeah. me. So this wasn't the start of any. It just uh, he just does voice work uh, up until 2007, and then that's it. So wow, all right. The leads came out pretty well in this. All of the yeah. other minor characters. Uh, did not i don't know i refuse yep. to look anybody else up so he's probably an accountant now i'm guessing he's an accountant probably probably maybe maybe he's like a like an entertainment attorney something like that no uh, i'm yeah. gonna say accountant oh. toby <laughs> with that blonde hair you're probably right <laughs> nah, nah, um, nah, nah, guys i don't know why um, i would dig in on that <laughs> so can we also just it has nothing to do but i'm just looking at imdb right now i you think we're gonna have to post <laughs> no, I, we're, we're gonna have to post the poster because it's so badly done it's obviously like so it's uh mocky mock face and then yeah. like kind of in shadow then it's a girl's head on his shoulder and a hand the girl is not reese and the hand is the parking parks it's a very okay. weird <laughs> it's, a, it's, an, it's an old man weird hand yeah I it's, it's, it's a weird hand. have a graphic designer i'm ready to be offended by this uh, oh it's yeah, I'm so bad. What I, is? Been, Whose orb is that? I've been looking at it. <laughs> no, <laughs> that 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 hand is six. It's twenty. It's twenty years old. Who is this girl? Who is that lady? That's not her. Oh, Together boy. forever or else. Oh, okay, good, good lord, that is, that is deeply <laughs> offensive, guys. Uh, that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means time to add some superlatives. Uh, Toby is most likely to need so much therapy. Margot is most yes. likely to tell people, I was into some pretty dark shit in my junior year of high school when she gets older. Yeah, and that's true. Nicole, we only have three of them because it's like three characters that survive that are teens. Nicole is yes. most likely to start crying the second her dad picks up the microphone at her wedding reception. Like whatever speech he gives, <laughs> she's going to be like an emotional disaster of a mess. I saved your fucking life. <laughs> I've been drinking. Yeah, that. I've been drinking. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Drake. So, uh, I will say, my my Dave, you were there. My father in law's speech at my wedding might have been the greatest of all time. This it was great. Got up, he got up and did like a tight forty minutes of stand up. It was amazing. Yep. Forty? Yeah, it was. But it, people were cracking. He talked up for a while, time. but it was good. It was. Good. Well, the, yeah. the whole premise was marriage. You, you're now acquiring your marriage DNA, and DNA stands for do not attempt, do not ask, do not adjust. <laughs> and it was always like, here's the thing that you don't do now that you're married. Like here's the thing your wife's gonna fuck you up. You try this, waka waka. Bobby Clausen was slapping his knee and like crying. I was right there with Bobby. It was so hilarious. It was he was funny. really good. And my father-in-law, and he's my father-in-law is very dry, deadpan humor, very British good. humor. So, so watching him do the, it was very good. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back to the bottom tooth. But yeah, yeah, Nicole's dad is going to give whatever he's going to say. She's going to be an emotional disaster because he saved her fucking life and almost got his brains blown out by her, her ex-boyfriend. So that's going to be some shit. Uh, Dave, this next movie is your pick and we are heading into our second annual Halloween spooktacular. What movie are we going to watch next? God damn, does time fly? It will be October. Um, Never seen this movie before. Uh 1998. Jared Leto, Alicia Witt, Rebecca Gayhart, Joshua Jackson. Urban legend, people. Urban legend. Yes. Buddy. Um, Never seen it. Can't wait. I yeah. I I I like reading about urban legends because they kind of they kind of freak me out during the during the Halloween season. Mm -hmm. But uh, apparently, uh, yeah. We'll see if this movie's any good. I have no idea. You guys seem excited, which makes me like not complete. Since since it's my least favorite genre of movie, uh, hopefully, yeah, it'll be good. I've only seen it once, but I I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You kind of stole. This was going to be one of my scoot. I have to come up with something else. Sorry. I could, Dana, there's like 17 sequels. One, you can just pick another one. I had two horror movies. You can pick another one. No, no, no. I have another one that I didn't do last year because I did Idle Hands instead. You're welcome. Mm. Mm. We, we, we really, we really could just do the entire Urban Legend you know, quadrant of movies if you wanted to. That or um, Scream Final sequels. Scream sequels. Oh, we do, we'll, we'll do at least one of the screams in this one. Um, Guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. Uh, We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you guys to jump in the group and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Margo, caught you, you hoe. (laughs) Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.